Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm the only woman you know who's into tokusatsu. Hang on. I'm, I'm running running through the gambit here. <laughs> the one that I talk to constantly... That's fair. You do know Fiona exists. That's true. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sybil. <laughs> I do, in theory, know other women that watch tokusatsu. Have I spoken to any of them in a while? No. <laughs> but, in theory, I do know them. <laughs> there are quantum women. <laughs> oh, this it's week- fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> this week we're talking about the incredibly fine gun girl lady. Or is it girl gun lady? It's girl gun lady. The name completely slides off my brain because it sounds like someone having a stroke. I uh, yeah. I mean a lot of the things a lot of the things in the show slide off of my brain. Yeah. Notably everybody's name. You could pretty much just refer to the characters as their teams, though. Or, like, their character trait. Yeah. So, so you talked me into trying this because you thought, hey, we can have a, we can have a filler idea from this later, but also because you thought it would be up my alley. And this is, this is the second time now. You do this thing with recommendations where I don't know what to expect based on how they present themselves. And then I get into them and then I keep going because there's a sheer surreality to the content involved. What was the other one? To Love Rue Darkness. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the one that did a cosmic no homo and I was instantly like, what is happening? (laughs) Wow. It's it's very weird on two for two on these very weird things. Yeah. Um this this is one of the first non common writer J dramas I've watched in over a decade. And we should probably sum up do you want to give the plot summary to this? Cause I know how I would spin it. Um I was going to make a joke, I'm like, oh, this is just Garo versus Road, but with girls and a school and guns. You're not wrong. That's much classier than what I was going to say, which is gun plus school shooter sim. Yeah, I mean, I also had like a battle royale bit planned at some point, too. Um, it, this is a series you could not make in America for a lot of reasons. Yes. Yeah, and I also, I don't think it's a good show, but I can't no. stop watching it. Also true, Um, at, at the very least, it must be said, the pacing is atrocious. I, it, what is pacing? That's exactly it. Well, but, I, mm, there, the, I mean, I, I suppose, like, the pacing is, for the first five episodes, 
let's make this like extremely drawn out as possible and then at episode six let's just slam on the accelerator yeah um the the war crimes in episode seven were sure something Is episode seven the only one with war crimes? Episode seven is the only one that had someone blind a combatant, shoot the enemy combatant, and then shoot the person caring to them, which is explicitly a war crime. I don't think that last part happens. I believe the last part is... The other person attempts to shoot first, and then is shot. And they're not strictly caring for the other shot person at that time. They come into the whole scenario because someone is screaming, My eyes, my eyes. That's also true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is explicitly banned by the Geneva Convention, which I suppose is good because... The the girl gun game takes place in the twilight hour from Persona 3 yep, in yep. a school. Yeah. Well, yes. Except when you leave the school sometimes because you can. Yeah. It, the rules are not hard and fast where the series is at right now, but they are wacky. There's something... And, and then there's the tone, which, on, yeah. Do you want to go with the highs or lows on that? Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, again, literal war crimes and murder, and uh, this is not a bloodless battle. There's quite a lot of gore, actually, even if it's very corn syrup and no squibs. That is very true. Although you will see rounds go through someone and hit a wall, which is wild. Yeah. And they didn't die from that, which was also odd. Yes. But then there's the part where... Is it every episode that has a musical number? I don't know if it's every episode, but it's a good portion of them. Yeah, I think there's a skip. There's a musical interlude pretty much every time there's a Gunpla building montage. And then there's a musical clip every time the plob mode transformation sequence happens. And there's also a Needful Thing store that sells models that recruit you into this game? Yeah, we're unsure about that. With a guy who might be there of his own free will or trapped in a devil's deal, it's unclear? It is unclear. Just know, in this fucking society, there is no reason at all to stay. I quoted that from the show's song lyrics. Yeah! It's really hard to describe how strange this is. And if it moved maybe 50% faster... I would say this is a must-watch train wreck, but... <laughs> oh, man, f- if, like, if episode 7 was, like, episode 3, I totally agree. Yeah, but we're not kidding when we say there's about five episodes of glacial pace. Yes, there is five episodes until the main character fires said gun. 
Which she builds in episode one. Yes. So it's it's not like we're not being very clear about this. People are dying and vanishing from reality in the first episode. But yes. we we won't do anything with that other than offing some nearly nameless characters until five. Yes. And then we realized when you die, you get stuffed and put on display. Which is kind of metal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does, like, also, they just drop the lore bomb. It's like, here's the fifth orange team you didn't know about. Yeah, just suddenly revealing that there was this failed other group who were around is psychotic. Yeah. And there's four teams that can basically be defined by the heroines, which is where our nearly mute protagonist is at. Mm-hmm. Um, the mean girls. Yep. What is Charlie Squad? Charlie Squad are just like way too into it. I, I, I feel like Charlie Squad's just like the the Sentai team. Yeah, they. Uh, Charlie Squad is very extra. I suppose would be how I'd put that. Because they're, like, always trying to do, like, poses and, like, use, like, trampolines. And, like, I don't think they've shot every anybody this entire show. The Charlie capture trap routine. Yes. We lured them into the cafeteria. Now let's all do backflips and fail to fire our guns. There's a lot of times where all of the problems could be by could be solved by fire your gun. Yes. Or make sure you're reloaded. Also, ammunition has to be crafted because only this is sometimes. still plastic models. But only sometimes. Well, if you, you could pre- craft it ahead of time. Some of them yeah. start bringing pouches. You can craft your ammo beforehand. How insane is this concept to summarize? I, you, so, there's this mystical midnight hour that 12 girls are transported to every like Tuesday and they shoot each other to the death with gunpla guns that they built from a shop that they are mysteriously drawn into with this guy that's just like oh this will fill the void in your heart who again may also be trapped by the same thing because he says he was a 30 something guy who built a model and it would I think he does say it was like a tiny devil came to me, yeah. and now he's just in the shop. It changed my life. Also, the the guy, the infirmary dude, might also just be the villain. Yeah, the the school nurse, I, I guess that's the most English equivalent I have. The school nurse builds models in the back of the infirmary. In a way that is apparently so inappropriate, he's been spoken to about this repeatedly. But I also have to ask, am I the only one who noticed that he has a friggin' hot dog roller in that infirmary? You might have been, yes. He just has what looks like one of those 7-Eleven hot dog rollers chillin' among all the weird stuff he has there. Look, the first rule of Girl Gun Lady is don't question Girl Gun Lady. You really can't, because the more you think about 
any element of this, the more you sound like you are having some kind of mental break. We haven't even got to the sentient, the, like, gunpla girl ladies. Who might become human if enough people are sacrificed. Yeah. Or apparently, if you win, said girl gun lady fight. Yeah, well, you kind of win by killing everyone else, so. I, but do you? Like, there's like a ranking, and like, when you, so you get three lives. If you die three times, you're dead forever. And like, mm-hmm. everybody forgets you, you never existed, etc., etc. Unless you're also in the game, then you remember. But you don't remember people previous to when you were in the game. Yes, which we learn in the first episode when everyone's going, who was in that chair? And nobody can tell. Yeah. Um. So, like, they keep... And then when, like, someone dies, like, they bring in new people. So, like, when when does, like, the killing everybody point, like, happen? Like, when do you stop refreshing people? That's true. I guess... Well, we know that there was a fifth team that's gone now. Which means there could have been more. Since everyone seems to be paired off every time. Yeah. But... I, I want to know about this fifth team. Apparently there's there's a commander for it, too, on this random wiki page that I found. Yeah, the um, the amount of information about this series in English is very scant. And some of it comes from Bondi's own channel. I have to go to the channel again because uh, there was a particularly amazing piece of English on it I need to read off on a recording. That's fair. I, you know what? I think the Orange Team Commander might also just be the best design one, too, which is kind of disappointing. This is how the Bandai Spirits Global Channel describes Girl Gun Lady, if you want to look at it. We have commercialized the using gun and the plastic model figures of the beautiful girls who are active in the movie as they are. Yeah, you just quoted that from the playlist that I sent you. Yeah, that's that's actively what it says, and the show is translated better than that, which makes the fact that that's up insane. You're correct. Also, this is another commander. I'm not gonna lie. If they weren't very basic-ass models, I would probably pick up one of these as a gag. They're cheap, but they're also in that range where, because I am a Plamo Sicko, I have blown past it and I could do one of these in 10 to 15 minutes. And that's being kind. That's fair. I'm still at the I can't sand, therefore I, I must stall for however many years I've been stalling on the same kit. I have a pre-order in on the $300 RX-78 Unlimited with the LEDs that is the perfect grade revamp of the original Gundam. Ooh, is that like what they did with Unicorn back when? It's basically like the Unicorn and the X. Yeah, it's got the LEDs, it's got a lot of wiring, it's got incredible articulation down to fingers... Yeah, I I have problems. So I look at these kits and it's just like, 
Oh, that's that's ten pieces, and I would snap them together, and uh, well, that was quick. But but you could get one of the guns. But the guns are just as basic. You see them assembling them, and the most complex looks like it might be a hobby grade. I think the most complex is the ammo for the the charge girl gun because it has springs, because you can cycle through the different modes on it. Oh, you used pineapple to blind her. You want grenade. <laughs> you want grenade. That's still insane! Yeah, so th- there's like, there's sound, blindness, grenade. I think grenade was more like shotgun, to be honest. The icon was clearly grenade, but yes, I was thinking the same thing when I saw it fired. Anything goes in Girl Gun Lady. It, it's true. I will keep watching this, and based on what I'm hearing, and this is just random things I found trying to do research for this, I saw a mention that they've given this a second order of episodes, so it's clearly succeed. I don't have a locked confirmation, but among discussion I saw of it, they said second order was put in. That's amazing. Here's the thing. If it's selling the toys... Why would they not? Because this is made on a $30 and a case of Boss Coffee budget. Like, are they? Is this selling the kits? I guess it must be, because that's the only way I see you renewing this. Oh my god, the girl gun figures are compatible with the new 30-minute sisters that they came out with. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are you are you mentally planning out a diorama in your head right now? No. Okay. I'm just <laughs> question I'm just like that's like actually some good marketing and I'm kind of in awe. Here's the thing you have to remember. Bondi does not fuck around with toys. I mean, I guess, but like but like who who other than me and you is watching this. Like I guess, I guess it, I, I guess, guess it doesn't matter if the English side is watching this, as long as someone is who's buying those toys. That's fair. I mean, I guess according to the YouTube page, the first episode does have a hundred and nineteen k views. Although that drops off significantly by episode two to thirty six. Yes, it does. Probably oh, because do... it's paced like crap. Yeah, I do like that one of the comments on the first episode is, Bandai really said, what if Idolmaster but kill? That's not a bad way to put it, because the the descriptions of the episodes are, uh, you know, four of the stars and 13 other incredible actresses band together in an inescapable game of survival, other than the times you can escape it. Yeah. When you, Six like, days a week, escapable. When, when you fuse with um, your, your commander lady to become, like, a better gun that your, that your gun lady sits in. Hey, remember that time that someone controlled a bullet like it was the Nikita from Metal Gear Solid? 
You mean when they did it twice and the second time was to block another bullet? Yeah. This show really cannot be overstated how every time you think, okay, I've got the rules down, something just takes a hard left and smashes into a wall like it was Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, so, yeah, that's when they escape the school. Yeah. I I kind of feel like I have to keep watching this just to see where we end up. What is Endgame on Girl Gun Lady, and do we, if that second order is correct, do we keep some cast and keep them trapped in the death game? Do we do new ladies every year? Do you know what I really wanted? What's that? Um, so, the death in episode 6, I was hoping they would just use the exact same actress and just be like, it's her sister. Nothing will ever do that joke as well as Beerfest, though. But it would have been pretty good here. Oh, I think teenage murder girls doing that gag would be pretty good. I just think nothing will ever top Beerfest going in 110% on the joke. That's fair. I don't know what that is, so I guess you're about to explain it to me. What question? Who are we going to get to replace Landfell? Now, this is the party I was hoping to find. Landfill? You're alive? No. I'm not Landfill. I'm Landfill's twin brother, Gil. Gil? Gil. I taught Landfill everything he knew about drinking beer. I want to fulfill his legacy by taking his place on your drinking team. You must be Fink. How'd you know? Landfill told me everything about you. I feel like I know all you guys. <laughs> so we won't have that awkward get-to-know-each-other stage. Perfect. Perfect. And if I could just ask one favor. Name it. If it wouldn't be too uncomfortable, I was hoping maybe you guys could call me Landfill in honor of him. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. It would be like we never lost Landfill. Landfill? It would be an honor if you would join us. If you missed that scene, you would never know this character had died. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I I still don't know who came up with that, but I love the bit. That does sound good. I might have to look into that. Beerfest is not the most politically correct movie, but a good laugh. That's fair. Anyway, Girl Gun Lady is like violent ASMR. You're, you're not wrong. If it moved faster, I would call it an actual drama. But no, it it is 20 minutes that you could fall asleep to if you wanted. No one ever gets particularly loud. There's really just an occasional squeal and maybe some gun noises. Yeah, that's true. Does anything ever occur in full brightness? It's like... They're all living in Seattle. Well, no, it's because they're in the midnight hour. But even in the main show, nothing is super... I guess there's a couple morning shots, because, yeah. I'm thinking on the close of episode one where everything's so brilliantly lit, and it's like, oh, it was a dream. And then her friends are like, no, no, that girl died. Yeah, oh, yeah, because, yeah, there's... Yeah. yeah. This, this show's so weird. Again, people are going to listen to this, and we're trying to lay it out. 
and no one is going to know what to make of what we're saying right now. We're we're condensing this into a more coherent form. Like, th- there's no point to, like, even go through, like, plot bit by bit, because the first five episodes is main character goes through eight emotional arcs about how to shoot, and then shoots. Yeah. And now she has straight up become, she, she's a violent thug. No, I told you, I'm going all in on girl gun game, she says after gunning someone down. Yeah. With, with the upgraded better gun, because it, it does do the common Rider, here's the new thing. Well, yeah, you, you can't just rely on people wanting to buy the gun for their team. You gotta make sure there's multiple guns, and maybe certain upgrades are in different colors, but there's a P-Bandai variant if you want it for the team who never got it. Oh my god, do you think there's gonna be, like, a P-Bandai variant for, like, Delta Tango upgrade gun? I forgot what they're all called. They all have dumb names that start with girl gun, probably. Okay, P-Bandai girl gun. Let's see what I find. Like, Uh, is there just a blast girl gun version tango? Uh, there was a Bandai Premium exclusive version of Koharu Tachibana's, uh, gun. Yes. Of course there was. It may currently be on pre-order because I can't get it until June 30th in the U.S. Fair. Oh, they also have Matsuko's version if you want the pink P90. Wait, there's not a pink P90. The one uh, the hall monitor has, the pink and green. Is it pink and green? You're just talking about like the blessed girl gun for Bravo, right? Uh, here, let me show you this. Do, 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 do. That one. Oh, that one. Yeah. I thought you meant this one. That's just not a Bandai Premium one. Yeah, this is this is the basic one. This is the basic shotgun. No, that's the basic long-range barrel. I know, I'm just... <laughs> God, get it right, this, Sybil. These are so insane. And also, uh, I'm noticing that the... Uh, P-Bandai versions of these come with exclusive cards of your favorite girl gun lady. Because, yeah, that makes sense. Like, who? Like half this cast doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh my god, I just realized that both of these come with them in battle attire and in schoolgirl attire. And they're making the same face, just one of them is holding up a gun. That's fair. This is insane. Like, legitimately, like... Tango doesn't need to exist in this show. No. You could cut four characters at random, and if they're not the two we just mentioned, you would never know. I don't know. Like, I I, I feel like you can't cut, like, Step on Me, Commander Lady. Okay, yes. Delta's commander is, um... Yeah, that's right. We were talking about how Charlie is incredibly extra. We did not say that Delta is, like, femdom fetish team yeah but also megane or megane or whatever the glasses things pronounced well she's not oh right yeah that's the that's the word not the name of the girl never mind yeah (laughs) so bad at their names they're all interchangeable other than uh koharu yeah i almost called her kotaku yeah that's oh jesus 
you know, I was just pointing out that all of the like girls in the Delta Delta team, yeah, Delta, whatever, all yeah. wear glasses because of course they need to fit the type. I'm honestly amazed that this show does not go as hard as it could into each team is aimed at exploiting a certain otaku. Yeah, I'm also... Well, I mean, that's probably where season two comes in. That is, you know... All right, I'm about to pitch you on season two right now. Okay, hit me. Okay, so season one, we go through, like, this thing here, and we resolve this four teams. It's probably going to be Alpha Tango, to be honest. Let's be honest. So that happens, but then the the ending bit, like the after the credits scene of season one, is that we flash to another school that that's just finishing up their thing, where they get their winner. And then we flash to another one, and another one. And then it flashes out to, like, the huge big bad. And now it's like, now it's time for the semifinals. That's a good one. I was also thinking, at some point, do you think we're going to get the shopkeeper reporting home to corporate maybe because i think that's a good way to do a tease too that's true too there's so many incredibly stupid ways we could go with this and i don't think either of us has it correct because this series is all swerves no payoff i really hope we're just on the exponential curve of just like throwing bad shit crazy stuff at us yeah i i want it to keep going up i want it to be in the finale, all of a sudden, this is part of the Arrowverse of CW shows, and look at that, Stephen Amell is here, and he's got a plomo bow. He's not even a lady. Why is he here? Dunno, the rules have changed. They should definitely add a bow. I'm kind of surprised there's not, but maybe that's, you know, it's so large it would have to come later in the season because you craft your weapon. That's true, but, yeah, but... You start with, like, the small gun, then you get big gun, and then you go back down to small gun, but different small gun. Mm, mm. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make these ideas come out, and again, I sound like my brain is bleeding. Oh, you know what? You know what the battle armor's gonna be? That's gonna be, like, the Megazord, and then we get, like, giant robot fights. Do you think we'll have a gun so big two ladies have to wield it cooperatively? I feel like if that happens, they have to give it to Charlie. Yeah, if any team is going to pull that... Yeah. Because I was about to say, no, wait, we can't do that. That would require anyone else have a name. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> definitely names. There's the one commander. Her name is Daisy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daisy. There's the one commander. Her name is Alice. Well, okay, the commanders don't count. The commanders are also... Those are the only two I know the name of. The women who are dressed up as the figurines that are part of this line. Yeah, and just, like, two of them aren't good. Yes. <laughs> this... We have to stop because we will just keep trying to do this, and it's gonna turn into that Lewis Black bit about how all of a sudden they find you dead on the toilet and your brain is bleeding. <laughs> That's it. That's what describing Girl Gun Lady leads to. This is Moe Lovecraft, but not that Moe Lovecraft that you're thinking of. Oh, you're... Do do you think we could fit that in the Decacast if parodies Kamen Rider enough, right? I think you could. 
Like, we'd probably loop around to that. Both of your co-hosts are going to murder me for bringing that up. Will they, though? Chris probably likes that show, to be honest. Chris probably likes that show. I I actually realized I lay even odds on both of them liking it for different reasons. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot um, about that show for a hot minute. That's not even the word. Do you know what we just released on another project I do? Me making a reference to because a horrible costuming outfit we created made me go, oh, we turned this character into bludgeoning angel Dokuro-chan? You did not make that reference. I did make that reference. It's on audio, on a recording that you can see. Wow. Is it? Is it the early 2000s again? Discotech License rescued that, by the way. It's it's streaming again on Crunchyroll. Look, Discotech rescues everything. That's true, but oh my god, I hope that was part of a package. Oh man, do you know do you know what we should cover for like Decacast After Dark? What's that? Have wait, have I ever actually spoken to you about Ultimate Girls? No. Do you not know what this hang on. Hang on. Okay, hang on. okay. Oh my god, Media Blasters has this? Media Blasters was started to release hentai, so yes. Okay, yeah, well that, that tracks then. Uh Okay, she she had the exact reaction. Oh my god. Oh my god. So so we probably don't have time for, for that to run as long as I would want it to, but um, now you know that exists. I don't have the context for what I just saw, but it's definitely leaving me, um, I guess curious is the word, because I do want to watch more just to figure out what just happened. Yeah. I will yeah. leave this open. I will come back to this. Okay. I I apologize now. You might as well go for the hat trick, buddy. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> I still have more volumes of TLRD on order. They just haven't restocked yet. That's true. I yeah, Ultimate Girls is a show. Yeah, so so whenever whenever Deckcast After Dark happens, that is what I present. I love the concept of us just creating Deckcast After Dark for terrible ideas like this, and whenever I pull Fiona in as a guest. Oh, should I apologize to Fiona right now too? No, because she's going to hit me. Okay, that's fair, but. Okay, I feel like technically it's my fault, though. Is is there anything else we want to talk about for Girl Gun Lady? Watch episode one, jump to episode five. If anything in those two grabs you, get on board for the ride. That's fair. We really are not overstating how completely bizarre 
this is. Yeah, I'll reiterate. I don't think this show is good, but I cannot stop watching it. I'm I binged seven episodes in about thirty six hours. I was watching this at work today. <laughs> I mean, I I did watch the latest one during my lunch today, so I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. I was so distracted watching this and trying to hide that from coworkers. I might have accidentally outed myself at work. As as what, though? Well, they already know I'm a filthy pervert and a criminal. Okay. I was going to go with trans. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. It could have been, like, nerd, dork, geek, gunpla person. Um, I was actually banned from bringing my robots into work. That's no fair. Yeah. Which sucks because in the warehouse, uh, someone just has a friggin' Ryuk from Death Note statue hanging on a shelf. I feel that's unfair. I am the front office. I mean, but like, the robots aren't lewd. The robots aren't lewd, but I suppose if you want to be professional. What if, what if we, I? What if you make like a cute little like lab coat for it to wear? What if? You know what? I'm gonna buy a girl gun lady model. And no, no, I don't, I don't like where this desk. is going. I don't like where and this I'm is gonna, going. I'm gonna see how long it takes someone to notice. Oh no! I'm gonna put this on one of the cameras on my desk and see if anyone notices. Because these are small. That's true. I want to see if anyone notices now. I don't condone this action, but okay. I am going to be... No, that's not even the closest reason I'd be fired. I'm not trying to get you fired, for the record. You're not not trying to get me fired. I'm me. When am I not trying to get fired on some level? I I guess... How many times was I banned from going digital? I don't have an accurate count, and you think that's something I'd have an accurate count for? It was five. You would know that. I was the editor, yes. That's true. This has been a podcast on the internet. You can find us at journeythroughthedeckcast.com or on major podcasting uh, services. Your Apple's Music, your Google's Play, your uh, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. We might be on the Zoom. It's possible. You don't know otherwise. You don't have a Zoom to check. If you do, you can probably hit us up at... Journey through the deckcast at gmail.com. Which is a great place to direct all the rage at the editor who is going to take over this episode. That's me. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'll forward it along, I suppose. <laughs> they didn't have to know that. <laughs> but now they do. <laughs> they can also at me at Bust Rider on the Twitter. I'm also on the Twitter, but I usually just click like on whatever the newest PC88 bot screenshot was posted. What is the top tweet on my timeline? I ironed my Joy Division t-shirt. That's pretty I don't know good if I have, actually. like, a top tweet. 
I have a pin tweet, which is the time I watched the reboot reboot. Oh, that's probably an After Dark thing. Right. Yeah, that happened. I watched a full season of that. You were not the only one. That's true. Nice. That's not a good show. Nope. I should probably watch the second season for completion's sake. That's a mistake, says noted sicko me. Yeah, but, like, I have a bad relationship with the word good. But you do have a good relationship. That's true. You do. I do. Let's leave off on that hopeful note. Yeah, we'll be back next week with... (laughs) Yeah, everything's out the window right now. Something. Next week it's going to be more lesbian tokusatsu, why not? Uh, how, how much Sinfo gear did you cover when you simped full gear? Uh, only season one. Okay, I've so started you got, G. So you've got like three more seasons to go? It's like what? Sinfo gear, Sinfo gear, G, and then isn't it like AZ and... I have to look this up because these... Okay, so it's Sinfo gear, Sinfo gear G... Symphogear GX, uh-huh. Symphogear AXZ, yep. and Symphogear XV. Yep. But then there's also Gotcha Lore in XDU. Yes, because of course there is. Which we had for a while, and then it closed down. As do all the good Gotcha games. I miss That's you, fair. Sailor Moon Drops. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. Oh, hey, the, the place that did... Sinfo Gear did Macross Zero. Yeah. Oh, oh you hey. think another show that had a bunch of songs in it might not have been related? Yeah, but they also did the Air Gear OVA. Did they just do Air Gear? Is this the Air Gear group? Oh, hey, they Maybe. did Macross Frontier. That that like a hundred percent tracks. Yup. Oh, they did the AKB fucking anime thing. All all music stuff goes through them. Yes. Also, the Air Gear OVA. Like, all they need is Eureka 7, and they'd have a friggin' Monopoly. Also, Persona 2 Innocent Sin. Also, Soul Hackers. Well, yeah, the Wild Arms guy was the one who, like, led Symphogear. The Symphogear RPG win? I don't actually know. I'm really curious what he's going to do next. Okay, we have to stop. Oh, my God. (laughs) We always do this. No, but they also did. They also did Shukokara. I've never been able to sit through that. That's fair, but it's a show I know, and it has a catchy opening. That's true, but I've I've tried watching it, and oh my god, those tiny, squeaky everythings. That's fair. Plus, you better believe at this point I am so sick of eggs as metaphor. That's fair. <laughs> they also did Aquarion. They really are just like a mix of Magical Girl and Giant Robots. Which is why yep. they also did Moolove Alternative Total Eclipse. Is that how you pronounce that? I thought it was Muv. I don't know. Goodbye. Oh no, but they did Max Cross Delta was secretly awesome and you fuck Harmony Gold. <laughs> You're just trying to murder me now. No, you can end on the fuck Harmony Gold. <laughs> I'm gonna fade out at some point during all that. That's probably fair. I'll click stop.